The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey buddies. Hey buddies. Tis I Marty. Tis I Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network of Podcasting. And Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I don't know. There uh-huh. was no. But I you walked right into my trap. Yeah, of making me come up with the ideas. I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. If you're brand new, head over to iTunes, rate, review. Subscribe. subscribe have you checked them out lately no me neither i'm gonna check it out next time i'm pooping yeah i think that's a good idea i just have my phone and i say you know what I'm sometimes gonna... i don't check them out because i'm scared yeah i'm no. scared they'll be uh a mean one i'm scared i'll be pooping and i'll read a bad one and then it'll instantly go to diarrhea yeah because <laughs> that's how faster. i deal with things clear out faster oh, Sarah. we all deal with it in diarrhea in some way we or all... another Welcome, buddies. I know every every single one of you have had a desperate moment where you've been diarrheaing and feeling like scared. Well, guess what? Let's all be scared together and Listen, let's all celebrate that most of us don't have diarrhea right now. I don't know if there's a podcast where both hosts uh, internalize stress as much that turns into diarrhea as much as you and I. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. <laughs> diarrhea and tears. That's my memoir. Diarrhea, cha, cha, cha. Why did I cry earlier tonight? Because I said your feet smelled <laughs> and you needed to wash them. And I went and I and then I cried in the bathtub and washed my feet in full in the clothes. Bathtub. It was weird. I was. You got so hot. You were hot crying. Yeah. Sarah's a hot crier. Sometimes I get worked up. Man, you got all worked up. I just didn't. You know why I cried? Because I just didn't want to be gross in front of you. Look, remember when I didn't shower for four days because I was kind of bummed? Yeah, and I really and politely you went, just... You got, you went, you got a shower, No, bud. I just suggested the... I went, oh, are you going to take a shower? Aren't we going to go somewhere or something? Did you want to take a shower <laughs> before we left? We have time. Oh, man. That's how you deal with Marty. It's not a command. That is... You've been dealing with me great lately. I've hey, been... Marty doesn't like being told what to do. I'm going to tell you guys I don't, I, I, you don't. I don't mind if you tell me what to do. I'd suggest. You've been knocking it out of the park with me. I've been in the dumperinos, as they say, down in the dumps. Well, you know, I think I do pretty well, and then all of a sudden, you'll say something like your feet smell a little bit, and then I'll fall apart for a second, and then I come back. Yeah, it happens. Um, oh, we're doing good. We're doing good. And you know what? You guys are doing good, too. And if you need anything from us, email us, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail.com. Also, if you want to buy some merchandise from this very podcast, you can do that. Head over to Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling.com. We got a shop zone there. We got it all. And if you're like, you know what? I enjoy this podcast every week. It brings me joy. And I want to I want to donate to the Patreon. You can go to Patreon dot com slash marty and sarah and for all of our patrons out there we are going to drop the starcast episode this week that was the one that we did live where i think you'll be able to hear everybody sing wrestling confessions live at you least will. gently in the background you will you will and it'll it was be a very special precious moment that we uh we told kevin aldridge about and he was very happy there you go sarah speaking of live shows yeah. we got a live show coming up why don't you tell everybody about it we do um we are for the th- third year in a row yes. participating with pod slam and that's a day of podcasts at the io theater on september 22nd september 22nd. tickets are ten dollars that'll get you in all day we all day are it starts be... at 
noon or one, I'm pretty sure. Like, it's all yeah. day. We will be at the 10 p.m. Rumble. We are the defending champions, I believe. Yes, we are the champions. And then we're going to have our own show at 11 p.m., I believe. With the putties. With the putties will be there. And Liz Anderson Lizard, will be there. Lizard, Anderson, her son Gecko will be there. Yeah. Our buddy Rich is putting it together, yep. and he's been working like crazy. And he also just agreed to be the stagehand in me and Liz Anderson's show that's running in October. <laughs> More on that to come. Yeah. Sarah will be putting on a... A musical. Two-woman show. Do you think you can get one Wednesday off and come see it, maybe? I'll be there every Wednesday. No. To hell with everything. I'll be there. No. When my my woman needs me, I'll be there. (laughs) Fuck it. Okay. To hell with everything. I'll be there. Okay. All right, Sarah. Shall we uh, dive into the week that was? Yes. Big news. I would say the biggest news this week. Uh, Sometimes you say this, and I don't know if it's going to be real or fake news. Renee Young is is a full-time commentator on Raw. That is the biggest news of the week. I think it's the biggest news of the week. Yeah. But you know, sometimes we go, biggest news of the week. Bobby Roode's wearing different collared robes. I really haven't been paying all that much attention to Bobby Roode's robes. Um, No, but this Renee news is extremely good. No more coach. No no more coach. And and they're polite with her. Well, that's what I said. Uh, My buddy Rudy goes, what do you think? And I said, you know what? I love that there's no more Coach and Cole. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, uh, Corey Graves and Michael Cole, double teaming on Coach, dunking Mm -hmm. on Coach. Not that I care about Coach's feelings. I care about Colt's feelings. Don't care at all. Yeah. Don't care at all about the Coach's feelings. I just got annoyed with it. And it was very Yeah, it was. it's distracting from when you're trying to watch it. And then Renee has a very earnest quality of like, I'm doing this and I'm going to do a good job. And then every now and then she'll like have kind of a fresh thing to say that guy commentators don't normally say. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I love it. What did uh, Corey Graves said something about uh, Alexa Bliss is a real sports person? Yeah. And Renee was like, sports person? Love it. <laughs> love it. Call him out. Also, they were they were giving Cole a little shit for like mentioning like Cardi B and they're like you know Cardi B oh that's fun like, it was very fun Trendersons I like it I like it she wore a leather jacket with red leather pants yeah into that into it boy her hair got real long all of a sudden yeah a lot you know with these female wrestlers and superstars a yeah. lot of times their hair will suddenly grow extremely long and then come out in chunks that the um, referee has to put in their pockets I remember when I was a boy the Steiners were wrestling the Samoan SWAT team. And I loved the Samoan SWAT team. They used to come out, and Paul Heyman managed them back in the day. Uh, and they on Live PD? What's that? They on Live PD? No, I wish. <laughs> but uh, the Samoan SWAT team, or the SST, I always loved like a cool abbreviation like that. Mm-hmm. They, I think it was either in the AWA or World Class, they would come out to the Halloween theme song. And I thought that was <gasps> the That's coolest. That's very cool, yeah. But... One time, uh, the SST were wrestling the Steiner Brothers in WCW, and um, I don't know if both of them, or maybe it was just the Samoan Savage, got uh, like br- their hair braided with like crazy extensions, <laughs> and one of them came out, and Rick Steiner would always wrestle in a headgear, and he like put it in this headgear and was acting like it was his hair. Oh, that's it was fun. so fun. You like uh, using other people's hair as your hair as I a bit. I love it. Yeah. You like when I put a chunk of my hair on Peter's head like bangs? Yeah, and he looks like emo, emo cat Peter. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, Renee is the new uh, full-time commentator. Do, do you think they're... Well, I guess Charlie Crusoe's... They were both doing yeah. raw, right? They, I think they probably maybe filmed some with her ahead of time. Yeah. 
and let Charlie and then whoever the other girl is. There's another girl, right? There's so many new women. Yeah, I think they're probably just trying to cycle through to what be did like... I call, what did I call the the one lady <gasps> on, on SmackDown? Bootleg Brandy Rhodes? Bootleg Brandy Rhodes, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know she's probably wonderful and we're going to get to know her. We're going to get to know her. And we're going to fall in love with her. I just feel like maybe the world could have made a bigger deal about me being a commentator as a woman before Renee, but listen, that's not really what listen. the world has done. You know what, Sarah? You are one of the commentators for AAW. I've been commentating for years longer You were one than of Renee. the commentators for our pro. We called that a match you and I and Zach, remember? We did. We yeah. absolutely did. What do you do you like being right next to the ring? That's old school. Putting that table right up to the ring. Um, I liked it for involvement in the wrestling. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know this. I have a lot of fun reactions when I get scared of mm-hmm. wrestlers being too close. So mm-hmm. like there is a lot of fun interaction, but I feel like you get a better quality of commentary mm-hmm. when you're largely not inter- interrupted by bits. Yeah, it's interesting where there's a lot of different setups for where the announcers are. So you've got the, I think like the traditional raw where they're like a little bit away from the ring Mm -hmm. there's the well actually raw now they they got this from nitro that they're way they're by the stage yeah smackdown is by the ring right but the way you did it at our pro was next to the was next to the ring that's old school that's like breakable table that is do you remember when mickey moose knuckles licked my face i do remember that yeah there's uh, an old clip wcw used to have the ring the tables right up there and there was an old clip from, I, I don't know if it was a Nitro. How would this have been a Nitro? Because I thought they were always in that back corner. Maybe it was a pay-per-view or a Clash of the Champs. But anyway, the the table was right up by the ring. Mm-hmm. Bobby the Brain Heenan had some neck trouble. And Brian Pillman was doing his like loose cannon, like, I'm crazy. Oh, no. And he ran by and grabbed Bobby Heenan and kind of fucked him. And Heenan just goes, get the fuck off of me. Oh, God. <laughs> it was like, ooh, wow. <laughs> so that was that was pretty cool. But what do you, what do you prefer? Uh, I love... As a... Woman As announcer. Woman. Um, always to watch any show. I prefer being above balcony. Yeah, it, balcony even seating. with like concerts. Sure. I like to be kind of like I'm involved, but I'm not in the thick of it. I see. Speaking of concerts. Oh, I was going to do a speaking of in the thick of it. Oh, we are going to be at Riot Fest on this Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, seeing um, the Alkaline Triplets. The Alkaline Triplets. <laughs> Cannot wait. So, uh, Helena Cell, we're going to have to put our phones away. Yep, we'll be hanging out with two of our buddies, we Josh sure and Tabitha. We sure Actually, will. three of our buddies. Shelby's going to be there, too. <gasps> Can't wait. Can't wait. We'll see. And I'm sure we'll see even more buddies there. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I just know we will. Sarah, you had a big week. You went to a very cool oh, yeah. uh, event called Mex Talks. Yes, that was at the Goodman Theater, and I believe it was like the fourth or fifth year running. Mm-hmm. And they just have a lot of... Latina, Latino speakers, um, a lot of artists, which was very cool. There's this woman, Erica Sanchez, who wrote a young adult novel called I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter. Mm-hmm. I started reading it. It's really good. She said that she grew up reading like Judy Bloom books, and she was like, all these white people sharing their feelings with their parents and having summer houses. She was like, I like them, but I couldn't relate to them. Sure. So she wrote like a book dealing with mental illness, dealing with death, like all this. It's very good. She was the speaker that went right before the keynote speaker. And first got to give a shout out to Cody and Paloma. That's Paloma star and Cody Jones for getting me into the event. Um, Cassandro, the exotico luchador. He was amazing. He's a legend. Um, 
you pointed me in the direction of the Vice documentary about him that kind of yes. gave me a good background of his illustrious career. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been wrestling forever. And then his talk was so beautiful and emotional. What like, did he talk about? He talked about growing up and knowing that he was gay, but knowing that that wasn't acceptable in his family. And mm-hmm. he had issues with his dad for so long because his dad just didn't want it. And he has two gay sisters. And so it was just this like situation where it's like, we could just you know love the whole family. But then going from that to wrestling, and uh, Mexico has a lot of machismo, is what he kept saying. Like, yeah. And so then the Exoticos were kind of not taken seriously, even though a lot of them were extremely good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So for a while, he really felt like the whole world was against him. And then to feel accepted, he started taking drugs and drinking. And Yeah, he, he was, man, during that, era where he was really cooking yeah that late 90s it was just like i don't know if you can appreciate how rampant drugs were in wrestling and it was like every it seemed like every week somebody would die that's crazy and it was like and the the thing was a lot of people will say like wcw had a lot of these mexican wrestlers and they would like for, for the i don't know if it was for the sole purpose but a lot of the times they would just be bringing drugs over from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, they say like the WCW locker room was just like drug city. And yeah. so many of those guys passed away. It was crazy. He talked about that. And then he talked about, you know, this comeback. He's completely sober now. Mm-hmm. He's connected to these Mayan roots of like Aztec ceremonies and cool. like meditating. And he talked for a good 20 minutes. He at one point brought Cody Jones up on stage to show him the lip lock. Yeah. Which was amazing. That I got was, the best picture. I saw that picture. Um, I'll tweet it out. Please explain the lip lock. The lip lock is um, they. he goes to like get someone to come into his cheek mm-hmm. and then turns and kisses him on the mouth, which is obviously Classic. my favorite thing. Classic. And then what was really cool is he's from El Paso and he has known Paloma forever. So after everybody was taking pictures with him, he was so fabulous. He came out and did his speech in a pair of heels mm-hmm. and then went backstage and changed into a different pair of heels. Like this dude was rocking and he smelled so good. I think he had like Versace cologne on or something. We kept saying that he smelled like rain. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he didn't have to wash his feet in the bathtub. Well, you know. And then afterward, we walked him to his hotel and just chatted for a while. He was so fun. I drew him a picture that was a screenshot from that Vice documentary. Mm-hmm. He was so sweet about it. And then we all just um, hung out in front of the hotel for probably 20 minutes and just chatted. And awesome. He and Paloma were so fun. They would like dip into Spanish most of the time. And me yeah. and Cody were kind of like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> oh, I love it. And now I'm taking a Spanish in a my Duolingo app. Oh, nice. Because I was like, you know what? I understand like a good chunk. I could further this knowledge. He crushed it, though, right? He was the, the, the best speaker of the night. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, there were a lot of really great speakers. The thing that was weird was there was this like very distracting countdown. Oh, yeah. That's like the TED Talk thing. Oh, my gosh. It's like 10 minutes, 9, 8, 7. And then they get to a certain point where it's like standby. That's when you're like pushing it. Yeah. And then at a certain point, the first speaker got this one where it just goes, Stop. Oh, God. Stop. But yeah, we were joking about that. But yeah, Cassandra was amazing. You gave him a half-drawn drawing? I gave him a half-drawn. You like it? He loved it. Awesome. Yeah. He put it in his planner and sent Paloma a picture and said to say thank you to me. And what did he say when you told him you knew Colt? He said that 
out of all the people he goes colt i almost cried when he told me this he was like colt never gave up on me he's like when i was at my worst when i was doing drugs all the time he was one of the only people who would you know call email text he would say get up what are you doing how are you doing haven't heard from you yep and I just love hearing stuff like that because it's like you kind of suspect it. You know, yeah. like you and Colt have always been really I got good. one of those today from Colt. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He just checked in on you? Yeah. And he goes, you know what? You seem like you need a little pick-me-up. He goes, I got you something when I was in Germany at WXW. WXW. He goes, I was going to give it to you for Christmas, but I also have to give it to you now to cheer you up. Aw, that's I really nice. I said, what a guy. So you that got was awesome. some good. That was you got some awesome. Good people, yeah. I was so glad to have gone and it. been a part of that. I was so excited when you told me you were gone. Yeah, you had a show that night, I so did. I had to just des- describe it for you at two in the morning, very sleepy. I said, "Describe it for me, like I'm blind." <laughs> uh, Sarah, the WWE Women's Evolution card possibly was leaked out. It's weird. It's real weird. It's very. It like. If you had to guess, who would have made the card exactly how it is? Like, who... What kind of person would make this card? So, here's who. I feel like... uh, Who is it for? I don't know. I mean, you get... Okay, I'm just going to run down some of the matches or whatever. Okay. And then we'll sort of react um, accordingly. So... Match number, and of course, now that this is the thing, they might be forced to be like, "Shit!" Well, you I'm know, surprised they didn't have like the winners circled or something crazy. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? So, uh, have for some the surprises, bring call up some indie girls. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll yeah. see who's in that battle royal though, because they got to fill 20 women in that battle royal. So there might be some surprises. Yeah. Uh, match number one: NXT UK Women's Championship: Rhea Ripley, Ginny, and Killer Kelly. Oh, and Dakota Kai for the women's for the, the UK. Kai. That'll be a great match. Yeah, um, I'm excited for that one. Segment number two, a special announcement. wonder what that's all about. <laughs> wonder what Stephanie invented now. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this. Segment number three, the Camilla talk show no. with the ladies of GLOW. Why don't we have more wrestling in the first three <laughs> matches? Well, here we go. A match that, man, you you know what? This is just... Well, I, they added one person to make it a little unique, but uh, the Riot Squad against uh, two women they've wrestled, oh, I don't know, every Raw for the last one million years. Yeah, but it'll be different. Sasha, time. Bailey, and Ivory will be joining them, which is a little cool. Ivory yeah. from the original Glow, kind of a fun callback. I just like, because that just kind of tells you who's going to win a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, May Young... Oh, well, they just spoiled the Mae Young Classic. I'm not going to... There's going to be a, the finals of the Mae Young Classic. I will not okay. let people know what that is. That's um, polite of you. That will Nathan be... Nathan would have told it. That should be the match of the night. Mm-hmm. Possibly one of the matches of the night. Uh, then you have your 20-woman Battle Royal winner takes on Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'll be fun. That will be fun. An old. There's like moments of this where I'm like, yeah. Um, next match, uh, an NXT rematch uh oscar versus ember moon that'll be very cool that'll be very cool and i'm glad that they're keeping oscar away from carmella and uh well carmella's a baby face now all of a sudden she hangs out with our truth what did she do that was making me so mad when, <laughs> when she was, he was with... doing that what's up what's doing... up <laughs> oh no uh, let me help them out they always get the rhythm wrong yeah this will be an interesting match naomi versus melina from the old eminem she was the one who did the splits Oh yeah. Um, so, but like Naomi and Oscar are weirdly teamed team up now. based on the fact that neither one of them can understand what the other one's saying. That was a weird segment. Yeah, she said, 
something glow and go and go and she's like go away and she was like no glow and then she was like teriyaki i love teriyaki yeah it was weird uh mickey james versus lita um sure uh Kyrie sam will defend her nxt championship against the winner of the battle royal and do you think lita's gonna try to do one of those moonsaults again she better not or i'm gonna call the police yeah alexa bliss versus trish stratus although i have to say lita saved my life because had she not had that very very scary Moonsault. Mm-hmm. I was going to do a moonsault at Pancakes and Pile Drivers. I'm glad you didn't. And I won't do that unless me and Cole take on David Arquette and RJ City. Anyway, you stop? Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. That could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a match that had people kind of scratching their heads a little bit. Um, Alicia, the, the the amazing tag team of Alicia Fox Fabulous and Kelly Alicia, Kelly. Alicia Fox. Versus the Iconics. Versus Mandy Rhodes and Sonya Deville. <laughs> versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia. That's weird. Now, I'm glad that Natalia and Beth Phoenix are together. To crown the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. So they are starting that for good? That says, that's got that there. That's why they're putting together Naomi and Asuka. Well, they're not in this match. No, but like sure. for the future. I see of, what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I'm predicting the iconic so in that one. Oh, um, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I mean, hopefully they'll just go all out. I loved when Becky Lynch did her freaking secret. Oh, when she had that black. Okay, this is we talked about this when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we could get on her phone, mm-hmm. that Becky Lynch probably took eight million pictures in that outfit i would have all black all black black wig black glasses so fun into it i love it into it mm-hmm. do you think they were like hey why don't you just dye your hair black oh oh i don't know <laughs> uh and then in the main event are you ready yeah are you ready nikki bella versus ronda rousey rowdy ronda rousey for the raw women's championship what does that main event do for you uh not a lot yeah i would rather see you know it'd be fun what like Shayna baszler and ronda rousey you know yeah yeah sonia deville and ronda rousey i want to see her like i don't know if i wish that they would i was saying this to you the other night i wish they would let sonia deville just like look athletic and not do this weird like goth samurai outfit (laughs) that they're doing for her with like black lipstick it's interesting where so on raw i think ronda had her first kind of like so-so match Yes. It was a weird, wonky match. Mm-hmm. And slow. It, it was slow. She sold a lot. There were some awkward moments with both her and Mickey and her and Alexa. Apparently, uh, it was supposed to be uh, um, Alicia Fox mm. uh, and Mickey James. And Alicia got pulled out for some reason. Who I wonder knows? if Rhonda was like, I don't want to. I don't know. I might accidentally really get mad at her really after her she was mean to my her husband. Well, we don't know. But anyway, it was kind of Rhonda's first welcome to Earth match. And also, I think that if like she's been doing a good job, but everyone's been taking really good care of her. And well, then and those matches they, have been highly. If they suddenly out, like toss her them. in with multiple people, yeah, yeah, there's a lot that can go wrong. So we'll see. I don't see her and Nikki. I mean, I think the crowd will turn on Nikki. I she'll just, probably have to be a heel anyway. I don't see them doing like, hey, let's yeah. just two gals get out there and go. I just don't think that people are as excited about the Bellas as WWE is excited about the Bellas. Also, speaking of like people putting their... Did you see that picture of Roman? No. Well, 
What picture? Not to derail too much, but there was a, like, I guess leaked selfie that Roman took. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it a thirst trap, as you would call yeah, it? Yeah, if you're wondering if he has good abs under the vest, he does. Roman, what's going on under there? His abs are going... Blink, 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 blink. Nice. Yeah. Little nip. Yeah. Just a little nip peeking out. Um, Roman's got teeny tiny baby nips, like our friend Scotty Young, <laughs> who's going to be <laughs> fighting Gregory Irons. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be an awesome match. Yeah. I commented. I was like, this is big for you, Scotty. And he commented back and was like, it's big for him. Ooh. And then he texted me and was like, no, but for real. I'm very <laughs> <laughs> protect the business. Protect the business. Oh, I like I like when mean boys are uh, mean boys online mm-hmm. and then secretly they're <laughs> secret sweethearts who have special dads who have special dads <laughs> that was very funny anyway sarah there's been uh a new there's uh this kind of inter- entertainment news oh yeah but a, a dear friend of the show did you know the m and tmz stands for marty no it doesn't mm-hmm. it does not total marty zeitgeist it does not uh friend of the show uh varner herzog uh, yeah. there's news that he is filming a secret he has a secret role in a movie um did he say it was like a big superhero franchise movie that well hold on a sec warner come here hello matty hello sarah thank you for being here thank you for you keep so me. many secrets but when you come here you tend to spill the spill the beans oh i with you two it's like we're sleepover we're, we're friends who are having a sleepover and we've maybe We've maybe snuck into our parents' liquor cabinet and had a couple sips of peach schnapps. You know what I used to do? What? Um, I got sick on triple second Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, that's not really a drink. No. Yeah, that's gross. Sarah. That's really gross. Tell me about it, Matty. Maggie made Southern Comfort and milk one night, and I think that was the worst of all. Okay, Maggie, what the fuck? <laughs> Didn't it coagulate? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm here to promote uh, the Patreon show. I I think I kind of killed it there. You did. I think I did a very good job. And then we have, um, it's the audio, but we had a run-in from DDP. Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Have you ever done his yoga? Oh, yes, when I was getting in shape to film Jack Reacher. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I did some DDP yoga. what? superhero movie would you want to be in without telling us which one you are in like i had my druthers i kind of fancy myself as a magneto type oh i could see that i was actually thinking you would have some fun chemistry with um little baby boy spider-man that would be fun as well Mm -hmm. i'm uncle ben i'm going to be (laughs) shot soon with great power comes great responsibility remember how funny you were on that rick and morty episode where you talked about penises yes yeah I like it's that. It's funny <laughs> to draw them. <laughs> it's funny when they're big and it's funny when they're small. <laughs> that was a fun bit. That was a good one. Um, all right, I'll break the news here. I'm, I, it, it sounds like I'm going to be in the new Tap Gun. Oh, Tap Gun? <laughs> scheduled for 2020 release. I'm into that. Yes. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, I would, I would love it if you did your own, like, Toys That Made Us. Oh, yes. Or some documentary that's, like, goes real deep. Marty, what what's a documentary that doesn't exist that you would really want to see? Well, I'm getting a Toys That Made Us. I mean, what I want, the number one documentary I want is why somebody made that ravishing Rick Rude LJN figure. Okay, yep. We traveled all the way <laughs> to New Jersey, to LJN's former headquarters, to find out what monster was behind the ravishing Rick Rude LJN, <laughs> where his hands were stuck to his side. <laughs> And he was not able to do one fucking move. What was the... Oh, yeah. You were saying that you don't like that um, 
action figure pose where their legs are like ballet pose. Oh, yeah, the spring action uh, Hasbro. Yeah. I hate it as well. Thanks, Werner. It's fun, you know, the rockers can do their drop kicks fine, but come on, man. Yeah. What's it all about? What's it all about? Anyway, I'm very excited that there's that new Masters of the Universe documentary on Netflix. Yeah, that was great. We watched that it was a couple nights awesome. ago. We had Werner over. We all jumped in bed. Yeah, I like it when he's in the middle. Yes, I like to explain things voiceover. <laughs> When the when is the right time to use old footage transitions, transitions fonts? You have fonts. a lot of opinions on fonts. Times New Roman, Comic Sans, you can go to hell. <laughs> you almost dunked on Times New Roman. Times New Roman Reigns is fine. They're actually <laughs> renaming it Times New Roman Reigns. I like that because it has the best abs and the tiniest nips. Because Microsoft wants Roman to be strong. <laughs> All right, I must go. All right, thanks for stopping by, Werner. All right, bye there, Werner. That was nice. It was. You know what? It was nice. I always like when he comes by. It's always a, a fun time having Werner Herzog on this show. I agree. Hey, Sarah. Yes? Here comes Sarah's old school wrestling corner. Yeehaw! Talking good, bad, mean, so Here we go. All right, Sarah, it is time for your Old School Wrestling Corner, song provided by the one and only Kevin Aldridge. Kevin Aldridge is also, with his buddy Chris, composing two original numbers for me and Liz's musical. What the shit? All right, Sarah. It's a good I one. texted you about this when I was at the gym the other day, uh, listening to Between the Sheets, as I Oh, yeah, you didn't tell me this do. yet. <laughs> Uh, and they told a story on there that I was going to text you, and then I thought, no, I'm going to do it on the show, on the so air. So everyone can hear? So everyone can hear it, and I can get your reaction. Okay. Are you ready? I guess. Okay. So uh, they were talking about an angle they did. This year was uh, this week at 1985. Okay. And they were doing an angle where somebody got beat up, and they were spitting up blood. Okay. So... Nowadays, if they're doing that angle, pop a couple blood capsules. Mm-hmm. They have the go. technology. Use it. What if I told you? Oh no! <gasps> that oh no! Bill Watts was like old school cowboy. Bill Watts thought I always first picture Bill Watterson, who did Calvin and Hobbes. Okay, so and not... then I have to switch it to Bill Watts. So cowboy Bill Watts. This um, is what happens when you don't grow up on wrestling. Yes. Uh, let me explain some things about cowboy Bill Watts. First of all. Um, very old school, uh, made the, the heels and baby faces in separate locker rooms. Was he the one that had all those rules? Yes. All okay. those rules. No jumping him. off the top row. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't be seen in public together. Yes. Uh, he's been known if, if anybody ever started a fight with a wrestler in a bar, if you didn't win the fight, you got fired. Well, he really wouldn't have wanted me to meet MJF's very sweet dad. Oh, he would have fired MJF for having his, a dad, having a sweet dad. So. <laughs> Uh, when there was those angles where a wrestler needed to have blood come out of his mouth, uh-huh. JJ was opposed to using fake blood. Okay. So what JJ would do, or what they would do back in the day, is they would uh, draw blood from a wrestler's arm mm-hmm. and put it in a condom. No. And they would keep that condom so in... So you would, you would have your own blood? Not always. Okay. So... 
they would put oh god blood in a condom tie the condom up keep the condom in hot water so it wouldn't get coagulated second time we've said coagulated on this show that's (laughs) weird twice in a week so when a wrestler would go out to get his beat down he would have it in his mouth I'm so grossed and out then, by it, even if it was my blood. Exactly. And then bite the condom. Uh-huh. And I believe uh, the story that, that uh, David Bixen Span and Chris Zellner talked about. Because a condom's a lot of material. Sure. Sure. <sighs> they didn't have a whole giant magnum <laughs> in their mouth. So uh, they would have it in their mouth. And then when the beatdown would ensue, mm-hmm. they would bite on it. And then uh, sometimes someone else's blood would come out their mouth. Why? That's a really big health concern. You think? I do think. I mean, I guess it was the 80s, 85. Yeah, when blood diseases were a real problem, especially. <laughs> Imagine if you're just like, all right, so Sarah, uh, uh, you know, Scarlett's going to jump you bark. and uh, she's going to uh, hit you in the stomach with a chair a bunch of times and you're going to have blood come out of your mouth. Was like, it Scrump's blood? Yeah, they Scrump's in the back and they've been drawing blood from him and they put it in a condom, so you're going to put that in your mouth. No. and Now. During this match. Couldn't they say like, hey, you know what you could do is just make a, a mix. Just mix up. Had to look real, bud. Had to look real. You could make real blood. Hey, listen, I dated a guy who made a whole paint bucket full of fake blood and it sat in the apartment until finally one day I wanted to throw it away. You, what happened? It broke out of the bottom of the trash can and landed upside down mm-hmm. on the stairwell. And okay, someone was murdered in your apartment? Yeah, it really looked like it. <laughs> that, hey, it looked real. So the story that Bix tells on Between the Sheets, and again, if you love old school wrestling, Between the Sheets, you got to listen. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Bix. Mike Rotundo, father of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, mm-hmm. had his IRS condom in his mouth, which I believe was not his own blood. That's so gross. And uh, his opponent- People just told him to do that, and they weren't like, no. He had to do it. Couldn't you just bite your own mouth? You needed blood. You needed blood and you needed to guarantee guarantee. I feel blood. like you could just chomp your lip. Listen to what happened. He had the condom in his mouth full of blood. Before they got to the spot no. where he... You gotta listen. I'm trying to. Before he got to the spot where he bit the condom where not his own blood came out, uh, the condom no. went flying out of his mouth. He got rocked that hard where the condom went flying out of his mouth. And J.J. Dillon was the manager of his opponent. I might have been Buzz Sawyer, but I'm not sure. And... JJ couldn't just grab the condom. That would have been too suspicious. He had to protect the business. So what JJ did was he kind of hovered over the condom and at one point acted like he was trying to like get in the ring and went and sucked up the condom in his mouth <laughs> and then somehow got it to the referee who got it to Mike Rotunda who was able to bite the blood out when they needed to do that spot. Ew. How do you feel now? First, I'm relieved that nobody accidentally swallowed it because that's what I was afraid oh, of. Oh, Can you yeah. imagine shitting that out? Um, but then that's someone else's blood, two different people's mouths. Yeah. And then, a referee's hand, probably and in a referee's, referee's pocket. Hand, and then biting it open. Yeah. And then the blood that's been through all that touching inside a condom goes on somebody else. Well, it goes out your mouth. Onto somebody else. Sure. Or, I mean, not necessarily onto somebody else. You're on the ground like, oh, my God, I'm hurt so bad. It's bleh, coming out of my mouth. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful. And there should have been regulations. <laughs> oh, Sarah, please. Bill Watts had so many rules. Why couldn't he have a rule about basic hygiene? Oh, Sarah, please. I'm personally affronted. That is. And I think a lot of people are very grossed out. I think I speak for the masses. I'm sorry right now if you're grossed out. <laughs> I went for it. 
I thought yeah. it was fascinating. Uh, it is fascinating. I'm going to be thinking about it for years. Yeah. Would you ever do that? If Colt was like, hey, you got to bite this condom <sighs> blood. Oh, man. I mean, I love protecting the business as much as the next it's guy. It's Sammy but... Callahan's blood. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what if they go, hey, you're going to have to spit, but we don't think you have good spit. So Sammy Callahan is spitting to this condom. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to bite in it no, and then no, no. spit that spit out. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's cleanse the palate here, Sarah. I told you that story about how my dad wouldn't stop talking about the fart that they smelled in CVS and my mom barfed all over the Cadillac. I just got hot for a second. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. It's like someone told me my feet smelled and I started crying (laughs) and I got hot. You know, I get hot if I have too much sugar or too much self-consciousness. I did some hot crying. (laughs) All right, Sarah, let's lighten the mood a little bit after that. (laughs) Shall we? What would you think of Samoa Joe's bedtime story on SmackDown? Um, I thought that the filter they used was extremely weird because night, night, AJ. it was a very lazy trying to make it look like a cartoon. You know, you know, if they would have just asked me, I would have drawn them a couple drawings. They could have made that look so cute. They what they did was they just used footage and it was like any clip package redone. Yeah. But I'm like, just like find any freelance artist mm-hmm. to just draw a storyboard. Yeah. And you can cut in some real footage if you want, but like, I love the idea that it's a real kid story. Yeah. What did you say? You were like, oh, it looks like uh, somebody's taking a <laughs> taking a leaf out of Colt Cabana, the Young Bucks, and Cody Rhodes book. Uh huh. So That's did Erica buddy. write? Did Erica write that one? Yeah, Erica's uh, churning out some awesome kids books. Yeah. And we're turning churning out some awesome kids material coming your way. We're trying. Um, buddies, I started the YouTube channel. There are no videos on it yet. But we're going to have MSLW, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, for everybody. Yes. And I started an email address. No bad words. No talk about blood and condoms. Yeah, this, this is for the kids. We'll save that stuff for here. No talking about diarrhea. But if you have any funny videos of your kids, audio of you hanging out, I'm going to have specific calls for people to sign up on the email list, which I'll tweet that out again. But anything that you want to email, questions, comments, kids' stories, descriptions of your children's wrestling persona, yes. send them all to Their MSL- figure collection. Figure collection. Marty wants that. Yes. MSLWKids at gmail.com. That'll go straight to me immediately. I'll see it right away. Sarah, speaking of kids, one of our favorite kid stories was a little kid who brought a sign to a wrestling show that said, Who will win? Oh, yeah. And there was a sign or a, a, a graphic. A social media graphic. Who will win? Undertaker, Triple H. That's crazy. <laughs> Who will win? Who will win? And Sarah, that brings us to our segment, Helena Cell. Who do you want to win? Yeah, it's who do you want to win? Thank you. Sarah, Hell in a Cell is right around the corner. Where the and, fudge is made? Well, it is right around the corner where the fudge is made. Uh, we've got Hell in a Cell coming up, Sarah. I gotta say, this. Last Raw did not feel like it a was go-home the go-home show, as we say in the business. Um, yeah, I I feel that Raw has just been a little rocked. They're a little off their game. Explain. Uh, I just, like, sometimes it feels like a reset needs to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. And yeah. so everybody's just kind of floating. SmackDown, so much more fun. So much more fun. We were explaining to Jimmy Lee. He was like, I've been out. he's been out for a little bit, and he's saying, well, what's good? What should I watch? What shouldn't I watch? Obviously, NXT is super fun. Um, I think SmackDown's great. 
but yeah. Raw can just sometimes be a little... Smackdown, when we watched it this week, I was surprised when it was almost time to be done. With mm-hmm. Raw, we'll be an hour in and I'll be like, oh, I feel like I've already been here for a couple hours. Yes. You know? And I think, um, you know, and I know they can't maybe change things overnight, but who knows? I'm not loving the whole kind of focus of the show being the Shield versus Braun, Dolph, and you? Yeah, I wish that they had... Because you know like, what, teased it up instead of making it an immediate yeah thing. But also, though, when you do that, and there was a little bit of this with like the NWO sometimes against some of the WCW's guys, you make everybody else look so below you. Yeah, you know when the whole roster of heels can't beat up the Shield, it makes all them look weak. Yes, or the same thing as if you know it's just sometimes like, what am I supposed to think about all these guys who couldn't beat up the Shield or how? Drew and uh, Dolph just crushed the revival, and the revival yeah didn't do a peep on TV about it. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, anyway, you didn't hear peep about it. You didn't hear peep about it. So there's a couple matches that have been announced. Um, let's do the Sarah Shockey. Who do you, you want, want to win? To win? Uh, speaking of all these dudes, we've got the Raw Tag Team Title match: Dolph Ziggler professional comedian uh against uh oh, andrew galloway defending the tag team titles against don't forget drew he's the biggest draw of all there you go against uh, seth and dean i want seth and dean to win mm. because i just want the shield to get a little bit of momentum and you also want- like it'd be kind of cool if they were like oh this uh drew and Dolph thing isn't really working we're gonna we're gonna give him a new we're gonna give him a new friend Sheamus is not wrestling a ton right now. And if Rome, Maybe Cesaro oh. wants to. And if Roman keeps the keeps the belt, they'll have all the ketchup belts. Yeah. Tag team title match on French SmackDown. Fry party. Uh, the New Day against Rusev Day. Um, I you know what I'm gonna go Rusev Day. That would be very cool. Yeah, I think that would be very cool and very well deserved. I wish well deserved. Uh, Lana was a little firmed up in her identity, but uh, Adrian and Rusev are are really carrying it for me. I like it. Yeah. Hell in a Cell match. Randy Orton against Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy? His eyeball makeup is really doing a number on me, but it's I weird, just huh? don't root for Randy. Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw women's title. I mean, Ronda's going to win because she has to. <laughs> and it goes in conjunction with what's happening. But, like, I'm not, I don't have a lot of emotion about this, which is a bummer because it'd be cool if I did. Yeah. Every once in a while that it'll work out where it's like because of something coming up, you know, someone's gonna, you know, like there was always like that pay per view before WrestleMania where mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man, there's no way so and so is gonna lose. They're clearly gonna be in the main event or they're not gonna lose their, you know, when a guy would put up his title shot or something. It's like, come on, you know, they're gonna win. Yeah. That happens every once in a while, but we'll see. We'll see what they do. Also, um, you know, you got you've got Alexa who's going to take on Trish, so they can't have Ronda crush her, right? We'll so maybe see. it'll be like an interesting kind of uh, maybe. You know, maybe God will come down in a spotlight like they did in that angle with Vince and Shane. Yeah, and God, you never know. You never know. SmackDown Women's Title Champion Charlotte goes one on one against Stone Cold Becky Lynch. I want to see that. Do I mean they're going to have another match too at the women's? Yeah, so I hope Becky wins this one. That's who I want to win. Yeah. Again, yeah. that's another interesting one where it's like they're going to wrestle there. I think they're also wrestling they're in Australia. Like they don't have that many women, but they do. They really do. Yeah. Uh, mixed tag team match. 
Brie and Daniel Bryan. Versus the Miz and Maurice. And you know what? I fucking want the Miz and Maurice to win. Yeah. These women, I am so impressed. Renee brought this up in a tweet. I am so impressed with these recent mothers who are getting in the ring just like crushing it. I said to you, they're probably still peeing their pants a little bit. Yeah. That's like very brave of them. Nellie's already has abs. It's crazy. What the heck is that all about? It's cr- I've never had abs in my life. Unbelievable. Uh, we've got AJ Styles defending the raw, the, the WWE Championship mm-hmm. against Samoa Joe. I want Samoa Joe to win. Man, I would love Samoa Joe to win. I think that, that would, would really be, change up the energy. It would, and it would be and he's so been, fun. And he's been so bad to AJ. I want to see like what other ways he'll be bad to other people. Like that's more fun than AJ. Like, listen, I'll fight whoever in my buckle jeans. Oh my god! Well, how about what he was wearing in that interview on SmackDown? <laughs> he's like legs sprayed, like he's splayed in out in the corner of the, on the ring, stairs. and he's just like, "Well, hi there." He looks. Like he's taking his senior pictures. Yeah, his hair is he's AJ hair, these, but it's getting long. It's getting long. He has a big, thick. Uh, he looked like in Chicago. There's this famous commercial for a, a place called Victory Auto Records. The commercial is famous because they've played the same commercial. The guy's dead. Who's in it? That's how. Oh, long, that's gosh. how old this commercial is. They've played the same commercial for the last f- maybe forty years. That's a real Detroiters move. <laughs> and it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Mm-hmm. They play it during Cubs games forever and ever and ever, and they will until the end of time. Mm-hmm. AJ looked fresh out of that. He had kind of <laughs> bell-bottomy jeans. He had these these black And they boots. were that weird, like, the buckle. dark wash. He got them at the buckle. They're like the dark wash with the light threads. My buddy Jonas sent me a picture of that, and he goes, I suddenly want to go to the buckle. That's I go, so funny. You know those pockets had a million crazy-ass things on them. Yeah. A bunch of bedazzled Frickin beads and rhinestone-ass jeans. Across on each pocket. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. He's just uh hard just for, to hard to root for right now. I haven't heard the uh the nobody's uh reaction to that yet, but I look forward to Me too. Uh, to hearing that. And in your main event mm-hmm. in the cell, uh we've got Roman Reigns defending the Universal Catch-Up Championship. Reigns keeps getting to be in these main events. Well, he's taking on Braun as he cashes in his money in the bank contract with special guest referee and it's uh, commemorating the 20th anniversary of him being thrown off the cell. Nicholas Foley. Nicholas Foley. Foley, who had a beautiful perm. It looked like a beautiful perm the other yeah. night. Yeah, do you think it smelled like perm chemicals? It was wet. Permicles? It was wet. I don't yeah, know if you he were was, shocked that he wet I don't know if he was down. sweating it or if he wet it down. Yeah. Might, the wrestler in it might have been like, let me get a, let me get a little water there, Roman. <laughs> um, I don't think Mick can take any physical... It's weird. They kind of set it up like... You know, bronze. Oh, I'm gonna break you in half. You get in my way, and it's like if you have Foley well, in that, Foley won't get in his way and not do anything. Mm-hmm. What happens? What happens? What happens? Oh, who maybe, do you, who do you maybe, want to win? Maybe Noel will take a bump. Maybe who do you want to win? Um, I Braun just to switch it up. Braun just and then Roman went all that time to get that title off of Brock, and then he finally does, and he loses it right away. Well, yeah, I think uh, that we'll keep working on Roman. And let me ask you this: Wouldn't it be fun to have Braun and Samoa Joe as the terrorizing bad boys of it every would. wrestling? It would also be very interesting if we had two Samoan champions. Oh, that'd but be fun. Let me ask you this: Yeah, Sarah, do you want Roman to keep being the champion? Does Braun look like a ding dong if he cashes in and doesn't win? Yeah, yeah, right. And Roman looks like a ding dong no matter what. So I think this is like a lose lose. Unless Either Roman- somebody 
jumps in and messes with it, and then they have to deal with a third person. Well, they can't cash in or anything like that. Yeah, but what if somebody hides in a trap door under the <laughs> ring? Okay. I'm listening. And then pops up. What if during the Shane match? Shane McMahon. What if during the match, the lights go out, they come back on, mm-hmm. and then the bugs are in the ring that Bray Wyatt had <laughs> at that awful match? I wouldn't hate that. At WrestleMania. <laughs> you wouldn't hate that. You know what? I think they could do a lot more with those bugs. I think they could, you know, hey, does Joey Ryan know about that technology? <laughs> wouldn't it be so fun to have just a bunch of touching penises? You know, I don't know about that. I'll have to look into that. Scrump got an article in Fightful about being a penis. He did. They dropped uh, they dropped a story on old Scrumpy Boy, and uh, he was. He, he Can I just re- say I'm so proud of Mrs. Scrump. B? You got quite a history with Scrump. You know, I'm the first person that Scrump, you know, pointed me out to you, mm-hmm. and I started coming on the show, which changed my life. It yeah. changed my life for the better. It changed our life for the better. Changed our lives. And I think Scrump's life has been doing pretty well. You bet. He's been working at Pro. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you, Marty? Not at all. You're tired. I had a little yawn, and I'm so sorry. You know, if you're tired, yeah. I can go tuck you into bed. I'll have someone pick up your shift at Comedians. You should <laughs> know it. Timothy O'Toole's. I have a show tonight. And I'll just tuck you in, yeah. and I'll make you a nice hot cocoa, but like dark chocolate, so it's not, you know, too... It won't mess with your tom. No, no, I'm I'm all good. I gotta I gotta do a show tonight. Do you know? I think my boy Finn is just really, really a delicious boy. He's not even on that Hell in a Cell card. He was complaining too that in his new WWE 2K19, they don't even put out his his penis puff. I heard that's an extra. You have to download it. Oh, you can get that if you if you beat Oscar. Yeah, they'll give you a little pump yeah. in the pinions. But I just wanted to say I'm proud of you, Scrump. Mm-hmm. Marty, I'm proud of you. I think oh, you've been doing on. great work. I, I, you know Sarah's nephews just love you to death. Okay. You're a good man. Okay. And I think that if you're out there listening today, you're probably a good man or woman or however you identify as well. <laughs> whatever your pronoun is. Exactly. Well, thanks, Mrs. B. Absolutely. You Appreciate know, you don't, you don't get your son to where he is without having a good set of parents. Not at all. But, you know, some people do. Some people have tough parents and they still, you know, make their way pretty good. They sure do. Also, Finn would be very proud of me. I am almost done with my Voltron Lego I set. was noticing. I said there's something different Three in Three lions down, two to go, baby. You already have the Voltron face even ready I to do. go. I do. It looks great. I can't wait. Uh, well, we'll uh, we'll post a picture. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I think I have three more lions to go. That's exciting to no, find two out. two more, two more. I'm sorry. Two more? <laughs> I'm well, sorry. you could always take one apart and put it back together. You sure could. Absolutely. Well, hit me up when it's done. All right. I'll, I'll give you, know. you my professional opinion, which is always how sure, nice and lovely. Sure, 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 sure. Goodbye. Bye, Mrs. Bye, B. Bye, Mrs. B. She's nice. She is nice. You know what else is nice, Sarah? What? It looks like WWE might be bringing back managers. Yeah. We saw the 23-year-old. No, no. <laughs> Although I think he would have maybe filled this role better, but we'll see. But it's cool anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo Rush, the 23-year-old piece of shit. <laughs> that was a really weird. Here's okay. It was can very I, weird. Can I tell you a theory? Fire away. I think that they're just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see who can make Bobby Lashley not seem very weird. I think. Like, who can communicate with him so that he doesn't come across as very strange? Here's what I think. Hmm. I think that they're using these smaller wrestlers Mm -hmm. to make these bigger wrestlers look even bigger. Mm -hmm. 
So when they come down the ring, it goes, wow, look at that. But don't you agree that Bobby Lashley, like if he couldn't have a normal conversation with Renee, yeah. who? Who? Who then? I don't know. Do you I think hope... if he and Kenny Omega started talking, they would just get stuck in a loop? Oh, like they man. just keep rephrasing each other's alien words? I think eventually they'd be like, hey, can we just drop the bullshit? We're aliens, right? They pull their... Hopefully... And this would, ha- this would happen in WCW sometimes. They mm-hmm. would have great cruiserweight matches. And you'd be like, wow, this is amazing. But every once in a while, they would have a heavyweight get in the ring of the cruiserweight and demolish them. Yeah. Scott Steiner would demolish them. Uh, Scott Hall loved destroying cruiserweights. The Scott Several. And you go, Scotty oh, Goldman. man, you made them look terrible. So hopefully, uh, they still keep their identity on 205 Live, and they wrestle, and they have the mm-hmm. cruiserweight title, and all that what great stuff. What did they ask him what? he was doing on raw and he was like that's none of your business yeah so we'll see i mean they're both what do i do on my time yeah they're both good yeah drake what i do on my time uh i don't do accents very good no none of us do but hopefully uh you know and you mentioned stokely hathaway he'd be great running 205 live and he'd he's be, teaming he up would with be, mjf can you believe that sure he would be man. the perfect manager for bobby lashley he's one of my favorite twitter follows he's if you're great. not following stokely hathaway he's great even though he doesn't there. follow me it's okay he's, it's okay he doesn't follow you? i'm okay with it yeah it's fine um rj city's also i don't know if i plugged his twitter properly very one funny. of the best very funny twitter. one of the best out there as far as the and wrestling twitter more goes. handsome in person than all of us look at peter's trying to frick with the freaking look at yeah peter's doing his thing hello son we have all our beautiful um, cross stitches from Elizabeth Deweese and Kara, and also Maria, but these are the four from those two. Peter's like going like he's going to knock them down and touch them all of a sudden, just because nah. we're trying to record. Nah, he's going to put it in reverse, because he knows it's time for... Wrestling confessions, holy fudge, pack my pants and stretch it. it's time for Marty and the peters peter my dear son would like to hear uh not necessarily a wrestling confession i've got two very fun wrestling encounters and they go a little something like this hey buddies Says I, Maddie. I was the buddy at StarCast that Sarah did the drawing of Okada for. Oh, hell yeah. Sarah, please explain. That was the drawing. I think I talked about it last week. I did a drawing on the fly of Okada on the back of one of our, one of our buddy lists. And I made his hands too small, so I made it look like he was play- throwing fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I did indeed get it signed by him the next day. And he loved it. This is a freaking dream come true. Let me start by saying Lil Kazu is the sweetest boy in the world. <laughs> well, we we all knew that because last week when he wanted to put on the Coco soundtrack and fell asleep. And just fall asleep. <laughs> he was super happy to meet everyone and he smelled incredible. Mm. When I unrolled the drawing of him to sign it, he seemed surprised. But was very happy. <laughs> but was very happy when I said a buddy drew it for me. He then put up his free hand and said, Okada! <laughs> And chuckled. <laughs> I wrote it on there, didn't yep. I? I wrote Okada behind it. Yep. But that's just how I say it. I told him that when he lost the title, I cried one single tear, and he said, "Oh, so sad." <laughs> In his charming Okada way, he is like, if you're not ready for how good looking he is, it's 
Well, it scared you right away from his table. It scared me away years ago, but I recovered when we saw him in New Orleans in his leather jacket looking cool as fuck. Yeah, you said hi to him. You said hi and high-fived him. Yeah, you high-fived him. <laughs> I almost said you fisted him. <laughs> uh, attached are some pictures of the meet and greet. And he signed first ever live half drawn drawn. That was the first ever live, and Thanks. it went straight to Okada. Thanks so much to Sarah for taking the time to half draw a no, drawing for me. Thank you. And now uh, I just have a boring eight by ten. Oh, now I I don't just have a boring eight by ten, but a moment and a story to remember forever. And we will tweet out those pictures. Oh, that's so that makes me so happy because like the last over the last you know week and a half two weeks yeah there's a picture of Mandy oh for you, Sarah. that's such a good picture and i was like every now and then the thought would cross my mind like oh i wonder if that picture ended up getting signed you know because you never know and there's the half drawn signed by okada it looks pretty good you know for just drawing it in person not two shabs i've been drawing a lot of wrestlers lately on a big uh secret commission project a that i'm working on big secret commission project and uh i gotta tell you i'm getting pretty good at capturing faces Maddie also added, sorry for the long email. No. Thanks so much, guys, and thank you for making one of the few good wrestling podcasts. Your buddy, Maddie. Maddie. P.S. I hope this email did not make Sarah cry. I already cried all my tears out. Buddy, she is all teared out. I'm so smiley. That was so sweet. It's also like, hey, where do you go from there? If that's your first live half-drawn drawing, mm-hmm. do they all have to go directly to the wrestler? Directly to the wrestler, and they need to sign it and go, oh, wow, that's me. Okada! Remember Here's... when I was screaming Okada during his match at All In? Yes, we waited until it got real quiet. And then I would go, Okada! It was wonderful. All right, here's the second one, and this one is this one's a fun one as well. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Walter, and this wrestling encounter takes place in the period... Is Walter from Germany? <laughs> no. From WXW. <laughs> Tis I, Walter, and this wrestling encounter takes place in the period after Extreme Championship Wrestling closed its doors in the early 2000s. Ooh, we're taking it back. This was an interesting time. A lot of people, WCW closed, ECW closed, and everybody was kind of like, what's going to happen to wrestling? So it was like the opposite of now where all this other wrestling is springing up? Yes. A local Connecticut biker bar had teamed up with Jason Knight's Assault Championship Wrestling, which is not a good name for a wrestling company anymore. <laughs> oh, God. And, like, I could see it being like, that makes so much sense in sure. the late 90s. Oh, fuck, yeah. In the late 90s, it was just like... Yeah. WWE had that album, Forcible Entry. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, Jason Knight's Assault Championship Wrestling to hold regular outdoor shows. Former ECW talent often headlined the card... And it was at this venue that I experienced many memorable wrestling moments. One night, Balls Mahoney spontaneously tended bar and introduced me to my first ever mind eraser. It What's will, in a mind eraser? I have no idea. Isn't that just you put everything in that'll mess you up? Maybe. I was okay. going to say look it up, but you, can, you can't. It's up to you. Uh, I'm going to go with you put everything in there that just makes you forget. This is fun. It was my go-to drink for years to come. That's fun when you get a drink and you're like, this is my new drink. You know what my new drink was for a while at what? IO? What? The snooze Buster. It was uh, Kahlua and coffee and rum chata. The Snooze Buster. I like that. Another evening, New Jack had a Falls Count Anywhere match. As expected, the action spilled out of the ring. During the chaos that ensued, the original gangsta paused a moment to put his arm over my shoulder and lean into him for me. He was, quote-unquote, too fucking drunk to jump off that roof. <laughs> End of quote. But neither of these occurrences are what I'm writing about today. That's a, that's such a fun... Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm too fucked up to jump off this... Yeah, that's 
New Jack is something else. So this particular encounter uh, had dastardly Danny Doring in the main event. Mm -hmm. I attended the show with longtime friend Looney. Who is often loud. A Canadian piece of money. <laughs> I love this. Well, Looney, you can tell why he's got his name here. Okay. Uh, with my longtime friend Looney, who is often loud in everyday life and heckles others at any opportunity. Never mind Looney. an indie wrestling event. Lo well, that's when Looney really gets to shine. Three shines, yeah. Now, these biker bar shows had no seating, just general admission, standing room only. Wow, you're telling me that the biker bars didn't go through with post-it notes on every seat? This, of course, meant we stood at ringside. During Doring's match, we had a few drinks in us, and Looney starts taunting the dastardly one. Looney. They go back and forth, changing smart-ass remarks. Traditional, I banged your girlfriend slash wife comments are made. Sure, Marco stunt stuff. <laughs> then somehow, the yeah, little dirty mouth Marco stunt, then somehow the exchange gets intense, even personal. So much so that I was uncomfortable, and I asked Looney to take it down a notch, which only throws fuel on the fire. Oh, yeah. that's a, You don't that's tell like, Looney to chill? That's like telling Sammy Callahan to stop breaking the chance. Yeah. Have you seen Sammy's new Fuck Your Chairs t-shirt available on Pro Wrestling Tees? Oh, my God. Anyway, the match continues, intermingled with what with what is particularly an argument between Looney and Doring. Eventually, the show ends. We hang out for a while, and then we make our way out to the parking lot. It's night, it's dark, and the bar's parking lot is poorly lit. Oh, is the biker bar's parking lot doesn't have a whole bunch of headlamps? As we approach my car, I start to make out a figure lingering beside it. Oh, no. We are too close to make any evasive maneuvers when I realize... It's Danny Doring. Oh, no. My first thought is, oh, my God, he's waiting for us. My second thought is... Looney went too far this time. My second thought is, how the hell did he know which car is mine? That was my thought. He looks up, closing his flip phone. In parentheses, he put early, Fitz. early 2000s. Fitz. And utters one word, you. He then goes on to thank Looney for participating oh in the exchange God, of it. words. He said the interaction, quote-unquote, made the match fun. Oh, no! And how happy he is when there's someone in the audience he can go back and forth with. <laughs> Turns out Doring's car was right next to mine. <laughs> and this parking lot meeting was pure chance. That is so funny. Check this out. We talked wrestling. Looney. We talked wrestling, ECW shutting down, and what the future might hold for him. This happened. When the, then this happened. Dastardly Danny Doring bore his soul to us. He had just gotten off the phone with his girlfriend, who just didn't get it. She didn't understand his love for the wrestling business. Oh, my God. She didn't understand why he had to be away every weekend, and she didn't understand why, on top of all that, he was doing this for such little money. Oh, no. He wasn't sure if she was, quote, unquote, the one. It's not right for you. I stood back in awe. As Looney began to offer relationship <laughs> Looney, advice. Looney, the fucking champion of the night. Reassuring Danny that a partner needs to not only get what drives Danny, but to support his dreams. Oh, my God. It was such an intimate look. Into, Is Looney a god? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it was, You know how they say, what, imagine that one guy on Queer Eye is God. Yeah, yeah Caramo. Imagine Looney is God. Looney is God. Hey, I have my fun, but. It was such an intimate look into a wrestler's personal life. I was reminded how much they go through for us. Through our entertainment. Yeah. I don't know if the encounter helped Doring at all, but I'm glad Looney was there to interact with them ringside and outside. <laughs> That's so sweet. Isn't that great? That's amazing. And it's also like, wow, leave it to Looney to like, first of all, like, you know, we're we're with the narrator here. Sure. We're with Walter. Sure. Like, 
Looney's maybe pushing it a little too far. No, no, no. It actually made the match perfect. And then, like, well, I don't know if we should let Looney talk on relationships. Oh, no. It was actually perfect. Looney's like fucking Silent Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Looney. That's crazy. But it's also, like... That is really true, and it bums me out anytime in any field when you hear about somebody, and maybe this is speaking to you, listener, right now, where it's like, man, my person's supposed to like be in my corner, but every time it's like I'm taking a risk to do something that I care about, they're you know like threatened by it or intimidated, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, that's a hard place to be at, but the fact remains, and Looney's right, your person should support you because when you're happy because of you doing the things you love, that should make your partner happy. That's right. I hope either that relationship worked out for dastardly Danny Doring or he's with somebody who he loves. Yeah. Who gets it, who, who gets, gets it. him. I was just saying the other day, I can't even picture you being with someone who wouldn't want to watch wrestling with you. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I was like, oh. I'll now I in, watch too much wrestling I'll with you. I'll be in the other room. No. Watching my shows while you watch your my show. My program, my stories. Uh, Walter added two other little tiny stories that are I fun. love it. Beyond this, I'd Walter like, could talk to me for the next 10 years. Beyond this, I'd like to share running into the Polish power Ivan Putski when I was eight years old at an all-you-can-eat buffet. My father <laughs> insisted it was him, but I refused to believe such a famous celebrity would be eating with the common folk. <laughs> they have their own special restaurants sure. underground. <laughs> Dad proved me wrong, stopping Putski as he was going up to fill his plate. I still have the napkin that he autographed for me. Aww. Also... I used to be Mr. Fuji's paper boy, Walter. This Walter, is, you can't have this many. What a life. Uh, I was Mr. Fuji's paper boy, but he was almost never home. Yeah. Though I did witness him. Sorry, Peter, just attacked DJ. Uh, <laughs> though I did witness him and Iron Mike Sharp getting into a car, then drive away. His kid once tried to scare me off with a He-Man sword. Oh, man, this is all your favorite things, huh? But I stood my ground and collected for the paper. <laughs> That's it. And I don't think this letter was too long, no, so I won't apologize. I could, more, you know? I could have taken more Walter stories all day. Thank you for the show. Also, can we get an update on what Looney's doing nowadays? Yeah, Walter, please let us know what Looney's doing. And you know what? Let me can get a picture. Can we get a 30 for 30 on Looney? Let me get a picture and a 30 for 30 on Looney, wrestling's greatest fan. <laughs> Thank you for the show. It's but a after highlight. That, after that, Looney walked into the sky and disappeared. Uh, yeah, right? It's a highlight every week. Walter, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Walter's Maddie knocking it out of the fucking park. Keep sending your wrestling confessions, wrestling encounters. It's the same as when you have a good wrestling fan that'll banter with you in the ring. That's what a good email for us is. You know, sometimes I I read them over and I go, oh, that's a good one. And there's other times where I'm just like, that loony one took me on an adventure. Well, it was such a, it's always that fun where you're like, oh no, of course he's going to be like, hey man, like, don't mess with me while I'm in the ring. I know for a fact I've gone too far being a shit at a wrestling show when I was in junior high at the Hammond Civic Center. We got dropped off at the Hammond Civic Center and I, we were front row. It was for the AWF, the American Wrestling Federation. Mm -hmm, Not assault. (laughs) And there was a manager who I have now learned uh, had mob ties. (laughs) Oh, Marty! (laughs) And I was being such a shit to him. But what are they going to do to a seventh grader? Yeah, that's true. 
It was such what a were weird you doing? show. Oh, just dunking on him. Dunking on him. Hurting his feelings? It was one of those where I was like, oh man, just, I think you could not have been a more little shit. I think that you're one of those people who's maybe dangerously clever because I've seen you do it on stage where you can just like dunk, 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 dunk. And I was making And I feel people... like as a kid, like for a self-conscious adult, that would be a real And I was nightmare. making people laugh. Yeah, of course you were. Oh man, I was being mean to some of the wrestlers that he brought out. Yeah, you're bad. Oh man. And now look at you, respectfully <laughs> chanting for Colt Cabana. Now I'm being a good boy. I'm being wrestling's good boy. I'm trying. I like getting one or two funny little like yells in. Yeah. A lot of times I feel like what I'm yelling, part of it's for the crowd. <laughs> I like how we're past the uh, the you fucked up era. Yeah. I like that. I didn't like the you fucked up because it's that same kind of feeling where you're like, aw. Those, like, those ECW shows... Uh, even those Raws and Smackdowns and pay-per-views, there were some where it was just like, oh, man, we were all just, we got real mean for a while. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. You know I never like it when people are sure. mean. Sure, I mean, I'm, I was mean as a kid. Yeah. But, you know. I never was. I really do like, yeah, you never were. But I really, I like where uh, where we as wrestling fans are today. I do, too. We're not asking for puppies anymore. <laughs> Uh, which is nice. That is nice. That was Even a that it, was a tough one when you had to explain that to me. I was like, yeah. what are the puppies? And I know it'd be sweet if they really meant it. You know, I know it bums some people out. We can't yell for puppies anymore. But you know what? It it unbums a lot of women out. Yeah. <laughs> Pluses and minuses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I think we're in a good spot. I wish Baron Corbin still had long hair. You do? Yeah. Well, you know, I there's miss it. there's always Victor from the Ascension. If you want some. Yeah. Noodly hair. I want noodly hair. <laughs> I want Roman to get his nipples out. Yeah. And I want Dolph to just shave it and start over. <laughs> just, hey, let's just give, call it a wash. Call Dolph. it a wash. Just start again. I want, Reset. I want Dolph to accidentally get Drew's just for men. I want Dolph to... Accidentally switch bodies with <laughs> Drew, yeah, and then see what it's like to be real big. Wow! And go on stage at Caroline's and go, "Why am I getting more laughs because I'm bigger and stronger?" <laughs> <laughs> Muddy. Yeah. Do you think some comedians get more laughs because they're big and strong? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Who's the funniest wrestler? Who's the funniest wrestler? In the world. Well, I think Colt's very funny. Yeah. I think RJ City is very funny. Yeah. I think... Uh, Tommy Dreamer Chucky, knows two jokes. Tommy Dreamer. I think Chuck Taylor's very funny. Chuck Taylor's... And Trent. Yeah. Was a question oh, mark. Yeah. I think we could put together a pretty good variety show. Yeah. If you let me out. I well, it's not up to me. It's up to Sarah. If you put me in a pickle jar with Brian, I can go anywhere with you. <laughs> a pickle jar with? I thought you said Brian, like Brian Alvarez. Like Brian Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah, and Dave. <laughs> okay, but you give my jar to Dave. We'll talk. I will do that. Picks and spin. Okay. That's who I meant. Oh, okay. Fuck you. Wow. Fuck you. Smarky. I'm tired. Yeah, you gotta tell them to go to bed. The buddies are tired. Too. I think they are. I think it's been a long midweek. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's been a long one. We got Hell in the Cell coming up. We got Riot Fest coming Sarah up. Sarah can't use the bathrooms on her floor at work. I know, I she heard. She has to go down two floors. I heard. What if she has diarrhea? Well, she's going to have to run fast. Yeah. She's going to have to go that's, down the, the stairs that make the fire alarm go off. She's just going to have to bear up and yeah. be strong. Yeah. And that's what all you buddies got to do, too, because you might have a bathroom situation or a little itchy part on your skin. Yeah. Or, you know, you might have a hurt knee and you just bear up a little bit. Know that you got some buddies in your corner. There you go. It's always nice to have buddies in your corner. And have a good sweep. There you go. I love you. I love you, Brad. I love you, buddy. <laughs> Get out of here. Good night, everybody. This is the MLW Radio Network.